0: Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And, of course, my new publishing company called Zivi Books. And now, back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Christina Tozzi is the author of Every Cake Has a Story. Christina, well, actually, she goes by Tozy, is the award-winning chef and owner of Milk Bar. Known for baking outside the lines and turning dessert on its head, Tozy founded Milk Bar in 2008 with treats like layer cakes with unfrosted sides, cereal milk soft serve, and compost cookies. Milk Bar is now available through 13 bakery locations throughout the country, as well as an online care package site, MilkBarStore.com, and through product lines in the grocery store, including Target and Whole Foods. And for anyone in New York City, also available on Postmates. Christina is currently the host of Netflix's Bake Squad series. Has been a judge on Fox's Master Chef Junior series. Was the subject Subject of an episode of the hit Netflix docu series *Chef's Table*, and is the author of four cookbooks: *Mama Fugo Milk Bar*, *Milk Life Bar* recipes and stories, *Milk Bar* all about cake, and *Milk Bar* kids only. Okay, well, I was gonna say welcome, Christina, but I know that everybody calls you Tozy, so I'll just say <laughs> I don't know, welcome whoever, whatever. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited to be with you today. Oh. okay. Your children's book is one thing that we have to discuss. Every cake has a story, which is amazing and adorable and awesome and inspiring. No surprise. But I also have to talk to you about your cookbooks and your life in general. And your, I mean, I'm just so, you've done so many amazing things. So it's like hard oh. to know
2: where to start. So let's start with the book. <laughs> okay, deal. Okay. So. so what made you write this children's book? You know, I am a new mom of a 6-month-old. Though though I wrote the book before she was born. I I really I wrote it because when I hit pause for a moment, I thought about like what I do and what's important to me, and I think one of the things that is always a secret that I have with myself is that I do my best work when I remember the kid in me. And, and that's whether I'm like doing my best work at milk bar or doing my best work for myself as like a human in the world. I'm my most happiest when I can, when I can like sort of like protect and let that part of me out to remember that like kid is a state of mind. As you get one year older and one year older, remembering that a lot of the secrets to life, you actually already know you learned long ago. And I'm always trying to sort of like protect that in myself and then to bring it out of myself. And I think a lot of the Work that we do at Milk Bar is really about, we do it through the lens of dessert, but it's really about championing the kid in all of us, reminding us of that and and inviting us into a place that makes us feel that way again. And I heard myself just say, I like to use this sort of phrase with my team over and over again, like, what's our flavor story? What's the flavor story? Like rather than what's our point of inspiration? It's another way of saying what's our point of inspiration, but. You know, what is this dessert about? What are we looking to create? What is the story we're trying to tell through these layers of flavor and texture and deliciousness? And and whenever we are dreaming up a layer cake, I always say, like, what is the story behind this cake? And said in a different way, every one of our cakes has a story. And the story is like where we were when we were dreaming it up and why it is what it is. We just added the cake to the menu at Milk Bar for the fall called the Apple Cider Donut Layer Cake. Oh my God. Probably pretty easy I'm to going out to order that, that right, right now. <laughs> Ooh, girl. And as we sort of, we need that like grounding in it, but It reminds us who we are and where we came from and what this cake, why, why we think the world needs this cake and what this cake should do. And I just think it's a way of life. It's an approach to life. It's an, if you can dream it, you can do it. But through the lens of this children's book, Every Cake Has a Story, it is, you know, it brings you on a little journey. You know, it's a kid's book, so it's for kids. But let's be real, most kids that are reading this book don't know how to read yet or are learning how to read. And they're doing it with someone that's perhaps older than them that also needs to be reminded of these things. And it's about a little girl named Sammy who lives in a town called Samsville, And everything is black and white and kind of ordinary. Everyone looks the same and does the same things and eats the same thing, especially when it comes to cake. And Sammy... Dreams of a world that's more than that, that is like looking at life in color and that is dreaming of cakes through exactly through the lens of what can be, not what is. I mean, you could see it as you flip through the pages, right?
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I love how the pages literally go from black and white. And actually, when I showed this to my kids, I have four kids, and I showed it to like my littlest guy, and he's like, Oh no, black
2: and white. And I was like, No, 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 but you gotta see why. He's like boring. It's like exactly like we need to be reminded what it feels like to live life in color and to celebrate individuality and creativity and personality. And that's what the book's all about.
0: I, I love that so much. Not to mention that it just makes me hungry, just even looking at these pictures and the pretzels and the Hershey kisses and all the different types of people and ingredients. I mean, like calling out all the ways to make cakes amazing. It's like I know. And- Cereals,
2: strawberries, yeah. pretzels. And then of course, libs at the at the back. There's a little bonus recipe because sometimes people need just a little invitation into the kitchen to yes. do the work themselves. I saw that. I was hiding that from my son. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, we'd have to go straight down. I'll show him when we have time to go. We'll we'll do that together. Amazing. So, did you like? Did you write all the words? Like, what was the process like for?
2: I did. You know, the funny part about it is the proposal you write to. To convince the book publisher to want to publish the book is actually longer than (laughs) the book words itself, but in a beautiful way, I think that also like harkens back to the beauty of simplicity when you're telling a story, right? Like more is not more when it comes to words. I also, you know, the book is a picture book. So the illustrations by Emily Balsley are just so incredible as well. She does so much of the work of talking to one's imagination through visuals so that it's as it's as less about the words on the page and is more about the universe that you create in your head as you flip the pages yourself or with a with a young one or what have you. But it's a really fun process. I've already started writing another because I mean we have I've lost count now of how many different layered cakes we've made at Milk Bar that have their own stories. But I think that this approach now that I'm a parent, probably like I have to come to reckoning with all of the like amazing parts of being a parent. But then of course, all the challenges or all the fears that you have and what your kid will, you know, go through in life. And I started to think back to when I was a kid, what were my things? Like what stopped me from like living out loud in full? And inevitably it was like, I have braces. I feel awkward. You know, my parents got divorced or things that are Sometimes as a kid, all you want is to feel normal and same, so that you don't stick out. But I think that there's just an, a wonderful opportunity of books through the lens of a layer cake to tell kids different stories and different realities in a way that I hope I hope makes every kid feel like, oh, different is good. Like like same is not bad, but different can also be good. Um, and that's that's a little bit of like my like secret mission through every cake has a story. And through, I think a lot of the other stories that kids need to hear and need to be reminded of like, Oh, I have glasses. What does that mean for me? And it's like, it doesn't mean anything for you. It just means that's a little bit more you and celebrate that and embrace it. And it's easiest to do when you tell kids that they're going to learn about it through layer cake. I mean, who doesn't like dessert?
0: (laughs) I, I don't know. I mean, they can just get off this podcast right now. (laughs) Go listen to something else. So does the next book have a name? Like, do you already know what it is?
2: We're working on the title. I know what it's about. And my editor and I are working through whether it's called Every Cake Has a Story and then it's, you know, there's a subtitle to it or, or how it will how we'll name it. But for now, Sammy and Samsville as like the epic champion of the bigger, broader, every cake has a story. I love it. Is what's out in the world for everyone to enjoy. Yes. Exactly. To tuck into.
0: I actually, I have a children's book coming out in April. <gasps> from Penguin oh my Anima. gosh. What's it called? It's, uh, it's called princess charming. And it's about a girl who can't, doesn't think she has like a thing. And then she realizes that not giving up is her thing. And then there's like a twist at the end and it takes place in a castle and there's a movie star. Anyway, whatever.
2: But I'm definitely getting that. That's That's going on the bookshelf. When does it come out? It comes out April 19th. Okay. But I am ready having recently gone through
0: this process myself and like having, having, a different sort of conception of what it would be to write a children's book before actually writing a real one <laughs> it's been quite an interesting process especially with what you said about the words you can't have that many words and there aren't that many pages and you have to tell a lot in visuals and it's tough it's harder
2: than it looks <laughs> It is. It's a mag- It's a magnificently challenging thing because it also forces you to remember things that, as adults, maybe we forget too. Right? Again, like you can say a lot without having to say a lot, and a story can be told in ways that are more simple than we we think. Everything has to be so complex. Yeah, and so explained, and it doesn't have to be.
0: Yeah, kids are and kids are way smarter than we give them credit for.
2: There you go. They, they pick up there on everything. Go. They'll like get it in two
0: seconds. <laughs> and let's talk about Milk Bar and all the, the many cookbooks, all of which I have downstairs. I'm, oh. not, I'm like going to like make myself sound embarrassing, but we have actually gone to the Milk Bar place to make cakes in Brooklyn. You know, like the- You after, have. What do you call that, You've like taken the, cake class. We've taken cake class. We get Milk Bar cakes for every birthday. Like we're oh. huge super fans. So I, Thank and I just you. really like- I think you can tell in all the things that you make this whole sort of joie de vivre thing that you have going on, mm. right? It's 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 apparent. It's not just a cake. You're selling like an experience and like a state of mind and it, it comes through. It's just so fun. Not that cake is ever super serious, but it's just like all these things that you make, the whole brand stands for so much more than just the cake, kind of like what you're saying. So I'm interested in how you built this brand because that's really what it is. I mean, the whole milk bar brand and, you know, I mean, you referenced earlier that people on your team, when you ran track and everything called you Tozy and that like everybody on your team calls you that. And so you've also built up this whole like team aspect. How did you like combine it all?
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: That's a big question. It's such a I don't
2: great, know. <laughs> no, it's such a good question. You know, like I think about it and I start laughing because I'm like, I'm not a marketing person. Like I didn't study marketing in school. I studied math. That's like the least market, that's the least brand forward approach to anything. But so I I only know what I know. And what I do know is that it's surrounding yourselves with truths, right? It's surrounding yourselves with truth, surrounding yourself with truths and championing those truths. So from a team standpoint, it was sort of, it's very simple. No one does it alone. I don't open up the shop and close up the shop. You know, I don't bake every single cookie. I, I used to bake a lot of the cookies. I don't do that every day. Like I, we do it and we do it together. So making sure that that is something that's like shared in and celebrated is really important. Um, I think dessert is important because it makes us feel something and, the truth of that is very simple. So anything that goes on the milk bar menu, it's gotta pass, it's gotta pass through the does this make you feel something, not does it make you feel something like yeah, it makes me feel like I ate a bite of sugar or yeah, it makes me feel a little bit this. It has to make you feel something, like capital F feel something. Why do we do what we do? I mean, we don't do it. I mean, working in a kitchen is not the easiest, the easiest way to earn a paycheck. And no one that works in a kitchen does it for, because it's like maximizing our potential in a paycheck. We do it because we love what we do, because it is a job where you can have fun and put on music and be a little silly and jump around. And so if that's a truth, then we have to make sure to not only protect it, but to celebrate it in everything that we do. So when people come and visit us at one of the bakeries in New York or DC or Boston or LA or what have you, we want, it's an invitation into our universe. When, even when you get a cookie on, at like the grocery store, a milk bar cookie, we want it to be just a little moment where you can do a little, you know what I mean? You can shake it a little bit and you can get excited. And I think really the brand part of it is, as much as as I can tell you, is really about knowing what the truths are and doing everything you can to protect them, celebrate them and grow them. It's that simple. It's it's not that hot. It's it's it. Of course, is challenging as you go to grow because you want to build them and protect them even more. But it's also simple. What are your truths and what do you do with them?
0: You should have seen how excited I got at the end of a JetBlue flight when they handed <laughs> out a milk bar cookie. I literally like grabbed my husband next to me and I was like, oh, look.
2: <laughs> That was awesome. Are you still doing that? We don't do it. We don't, we aren't currently doing it, but we're working on something else. But I would literally look at my husband and be like, you pick up that cookie right now. And he's like, you have enough cookies. Don't you judge me. You pick up that cookie. He's like, but you, you can have these cookies whenever. You pick up that cookie right now. But it's those moments. It's finding people in their moments where- they least expect this life in color moment this gasp of like oh my gosh i'm feeling something incredible right now and i wasn't expecting to feel this way those are my favorite moments in life like that's what it's all about it's the same thing it's the reason i bake at home it's the reason you would like come to bake club bake something and then drop it off at your neighbor's doorstep because you become obsessed with creating these moments for people in their life and you get a little dose of it in your life too were you like this growing up? Did you always want to make people happy like this? Oh my gosh. My mom, I was, I'm a total pedigree of my mom and my grandma from like a joyful person, joy giving end of things. They loved to bake, not for the art of baking, but for the connectivity that a baked good can, can bring you for other people in the world. Like the joy that I got you, I see you, I care about you, I'm here for you. I mean, as a kid, I would, you know, my mom would drop me off summers uh, at my grandma's house and she'd be like, we're baking and then we're going to the nursing home or we're, you know, we're baking and then we're put them in plastic baggies. We're doing a round of the neighborhood. And it's just what I know. It's what I know. Amazing.
0: And how has it been doing all the TV stuff also?
2: You know, TV is such an interesting thing. It is a brilliant way to like, to meet people, in pretty intimate moments, right? Because when we're watching TV, we're usually, we think we're keeping the world out. And TV is a really like beautiful way to get to be a part of people's lives in some of their like most intimate, like barrier lowering moments. And that part's interesting. I mean, it's a challenge though too, because there are so many, there's a lot of hurry up and wait. There's so many different steps into the process. And I think in everything, like learning what to say yes learning what to say no to is oftentimes the most important thing to make sure that what you're saying yes to are the things that are the most like meaningful and magical. We just launched a show on Netflix called Bake Squad that is about showing up for people through like the brilliant marvelous lens of dessert when they need help celebrating something in life. And I think that that for me was such a fun show to make and be a part of. Because that's what I'm here for. I think that's what my life work is meant to be. And so it's really fun to get to do that and to get to share it with people all across the country. Like we ship nationwide, right? So you can get an apple cider donut cake to your doorstep. And we have cookies and ice cream and truffle crumb cakes in the grocery stores. But the easiest way, the quickest way into someone's life sometimes is through their TV screen because, because you know, not everyone eats dessert or has the ability to for for one reason or another. And it's a really fun way to bring like joy and lightness and sweetness in irregardless of someone's state. So it's really fun.
0: That's amazing. And how do you stay fit? Like you just had, a, uh, had, you just had a baby, a baby. <laughs> I mean, all of this stuff, like
2: it's amazing. Oh, it's such a good question. I don't know. I think I tried to I tried to, I'm a pretty active person in general. Like one of the reasons that I chose to become a chef, a pastry chef was because I knew that kitchen work would, was physical. I like to be on the move. I have a hard time if I'm sitting all day, I I, I like to be doing and going. So outright, I think I'm, I naturally, that is one of my happy places is being out and around and doing things. Being active is like my sanity in general, but I just try and find a balance. I mean, I say that, but, like, it's always a blissful imbalance, right? I'm either, like, behaving myself or I'm not. But I live a lot of, like, yin and yang. Like, I'm going to drink a green smoothie, but it's also because I know I'm going to go to the commissary and taste, you know, know, versions 23, 24, 25, and 26 of the cake that we're going to put on the menu for the December holiday. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of figure out what you got to do to game life to make it happen. But I also... I'm a really big, like, long-distance runner to to the, like, why does everyone call you chosen? I was like, I don't know. They just called me that for... You know, like as long as I've like run cross country as a teenager, I just like to be active, but I also like to be sort of like out in these beautiful, solitary thinking, creative moments. And I do my best work oftentimes when I'm on a run. So I suppose I get a fair amount of
0: exercise. in. I like, don't think I've stood up in three days. So I am
2: (laughs) for me, I can't, my husband will look at me at the end of the day and be like, I think you need to go outside. Because he can see the look on my eyes. That's like, you haven't found your sanity yet today. You need fresh air and movement and you do not need me to come with you. Wow. <laughs> you, need, just, you need your personal space.
0: You know yourself so well. It's really awesome. I think that's like oh. one of your superpowers, right? You're so self-aware. You have such a clear mission. You
2: know what you want to do in the world and you're just like putting it all out there. Oh, Thank you. I mean, it's but that's also you know the risk in and of itself. You just have to quiet the other voices in your head that tell you why you can't or what you should be worried about or what have you. I think it's the like joy begets joy, and if you figure out what joy looks like for you, you you, life life worth living is is about taking risks and and in, and you just go for it. I mean, you can't fail if you're doing things that are inherently true for you. So, I'd like and who who are who's measuring you, anyways? you should be the only one measuring yourself. I mean, that's literally every cake has a story full circle. You know what I mean? It's the you and you. And that's the only thing that matters to figure out and to unleash in this world. Thank you for bringing it back to the book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Advice to aspiring authors. Ooh, great question. I think, I think it's, it's very simple. I mean, it's a lot of the same themes. It's figuring out what your voice is, what you think the world needs to hear. And then being honest about it. I mean, when I opened Milk Bar, I, I said to myself very specifically, the world doesn't need more of the same awesome bakery. The world needs a bakery that lives in my brain or in in, in my team's brain that is true and unique to us. So I think from an, an aspiring author standpoint, it's, you got to have grit. You got to be, you're going to have plenty of challenges before you find successes. So keep going at it wherever you are in your young author's face, and then find your voice and make sure it's your voice and it's unique to you. And if that's true, the world needs to hear it. So just keep pushing. So let's say there you'll a, find your way. Let's say there's a <laughs>
0: listener who's totally motivated by what you're saying and wants to be like a part of the milk bar universe and get more involved or whatever and it's just like drinking this Kool-Aid and wants to like follow you every what should they do like how can they get more invested in your success and empire and all the rest
2: You know I think I think doing your homework doing your research is really important We Milk Bar lives in so many different lenses of the world now where I think I think understanding what you like about what we do and what's meaningful to you. And if you want to get in touch, get in touch with us at milkbarstore.com. Like we're always looking for big, brilliant individual personalities that have a point of view that want to be a part of our team and call me Tozy and call everyone else teammate, you know? But also, if it's about creating your own milk bar, then create your own milk bar. And make sure that it's yours and is brilliant and individualistic to you. And there is, no, there is no right way to do it. Every way is right way as long as it's true to you. I think the wrong way is it's not true to you and you're trying to create something that somebody else already has or is doing or making something right because you think that's what right looks like. I think that's the difference between the two.
0: Okay, last question in honor of every cake has a story. What is your go-to flavor of cake? Like what's your favorite cake? You have to pick. You can't say you love them all.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I can't even touch the cakes in the milk bar universe with that question because I there's a they each have a story. So they each pull on a, you know, tug on a heartstring. But brass tacks, like if we're just talking about it's my birthday, yeah, cake is showing up. What's that cake? Yep. I mean, hilariously enough, it is the funfetti box cake mix from like the grocery store aisle with a tub of vanilla funfetti frosting, which is the flavor story of the classic milk bar birthday cake. But that's the cake that I want once a year on my birthday. It makes me feel like Sammy, like that kid that I'm always trying to show up for and protect and pull out in my day. I want it once a year. It's super special. And then all the other days, 364 days of the year, I'm trying to figure out what the next layer cake story is at Milk Bar with the team and create it and bring it into your lives.
0: Love it. Amazing. All right, Christina, oh, Tozi, whoever, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for coming on. Good luck with your baby. Enjoy. Uh, thank I'm very excited you. about your book. So every cake has a story. Thank you. Bye, Lily. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books.